ready for some football? You are now listening to Down South Football Podcast. Well, we've made it to week two. Yeah, we here. But guess what? Let's talk about week one just a little bit. Yeah, we, we here had, in week two. Lord we had a great, mercy. there was a great, 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 great for full some. slate. Hold on. let me. I got you. Full slate of college football for my week one. Actually, we're coming to y'all today live on Monday on Labor Day. We know there's a game tonight, but hey, due to schedules and due to life, we had to go ahead and get this in today. We need to get this out. It's a lot of things need to be said. So, as y'all can see, there was just a great weekend to be a college football fan. <clears throat> you had all kind of good things happening. Just the fact that it was back, you know, after a six, eight-month hiatus. It's just, full day. A full day. Full day. It was not back just, to them full days. Day. It, was, it was a full day from morning to night. But, like, again, I want to welcome y'all to the Down South Football Podcast. This is your boy, Renard Williams. Y'all can find me on Twitter at Renard D. Williams. Hit me up. And I'm sorry. I have to bring in my co-host who's just not in a good mood. This your main man. I am DJ Double Dose Man. Currently, I am sitting here in Oregon gear. That's right. I am in an Oregon fathead or whatever the hell you want to call this. Thanks to, thanks to Chris. Shout out to Chris, you know. Thank you for my package that you sent me. And before y'all say anything, it has zero to do with the Auburn-Oregon game. This, no, 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 no. This no, is no, a no. bet that he had with last somebody year. that's from last year that, had, that was an Oregon <laughs> fan. You know, I don't – look. No, it had nothing to do with this. Right, you know, he, I don't I do not do that type of stuff. He told me coming in the studio, had Auburn not won, that I would not be allowed in. I would have had to take my pictures. That will be up soon. Damn I right. had to take my pictures outside the studio. I was not allowed to wear that inside hat. Auburn not pulled out the W, but damn right. You already know what time it is, man. This has been a lump. Man, let me tell y'all something. I'm sunburned. I sat out there in 100 degree heat watching the mighty, buzzy out of hope Hold on, Broncos. hold on, hold on. Before you, before you go in there, I let me tell you. Going there yet. Look, tell y'all where y'all can find the show. Y'all know we on a new platform this year. Thanks to, the, thanks to all our uh, loyal listeners who's been uh, chiming in and talking about how they like it better because we're on Anchor now. And with Anchor, you can uh, you can use Spotify, but you can also use Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Y'all can find yes. us there. You can also follow us on our social media, man. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at DSL Podcast. Send us a message. Let us know what's going on. The YouTube channel is up, but we got content coming soon. So yes. we just want to let y'all know, man, we are going to continue to do more things uh, throughout the year. So before we get into any other games and before we move forward, okay, the floor is 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 open for Ben to have his uh <clears throat> have his issues with Florida State. So I'm I really don't have do issues. It. I have questions. Right now, I, I'm I'm gonna need I'm gonna do a Q and A. I'm gonna ask you some things, and I, and I want to know, and I want to know your answer to these questions. Okay. Now wait a minute. I have a couple numbers. I have a couple numbers that I want to throw out there at you. Thirty, thirty-eight. That number. You hear that number? It's almost forty. Thirty-eight. Yes, I can. Yes, I, I hear that number. Okay. Ten of nineteen. Okay. So let's okay. break. Let's let's break that down. They, they go they go hand in hand, kind of sorta. Thirty-eight. The Boise State Broncos converted 38 first downs. 38. 38? 38 first downs. 
Can I interest you in that? Hmm? Can I interest you in that? Okay. They were 10 for 19 on third down conversions. 10 of 19. Okay. We hmm. forced five fumbles. Recovered two. And a crucial one that you did not get. Recovered two. And let's get on that. Yeah, we're going all the way in right now. Let's get on that. DJX, you and Levante Taylor, you both are seniors. Seniors. I know we're going to talk about Harlan Barnett and his terrible play calling. But that's beside the point. You are seniors. There's nobody that should be telling you at this point in your career to fall on the football. DJX. Where in the hell were you going? Where were you going, sir? Where? You weren't going to scoop it and go 90 yards. What was in your thought process? All that fight y'all had to actually finally get another turnover. And here you come. Levanta's laying on the ground, ready to just corral the ball. But no, 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 not you, DJX. You wanted to play hero ball. I guess you thought she was going to run the ball 90 yards down the field. I don't know why you assumed that you was going to do that, but you did. And to make matters worse, not only did you not even pick it up to attempt to run, you forgot one thing, the damn ball. You left the ball on the ground. You can't run with it if you don't pick it up. Needless to say, boys, it comes flying in. Behind you two seniors, not one, two, they come flying in and recover the ball. So that's just a little small take. Just a couple numbers I want to throw out there at you. I know everybody's going to look at the big number at Bakamaya, Bashimi, Bahaka, whatever his name is, that he threw for over 400 yards. Bakamaya. I know everybody's going to look at, oh, they had over 600 total yards. But there's small things. Allowing the team to basically be 50% on third downs. That's pretty That's pretty uh, good on their part, on Boise State part. Yeah, that's excellent on their part. Pretty efficient and pretty, and pretty shitty on uh, Florida State. That, part. You know that. There you go. So, you know, we'll get, we'll get into a little more of the Boise State, Florida State matchup. There's no I was in the building, people. I baked like a rotisserie chicken from Publix. Let's go ahead and get into it. I baked. Let's go ahead and get into it. 100 degree heat. Let's go get into a little bit deeper then. Might as well. First half. You know, everybody, we wanted to celebrate the hire of Kendall Browns. I must say, out the gate the first quarter, oh, Kendall looked like he was worth every single penny. Kid genius. I mean, you know, he got James looking like a contender. Second quarter, ho-hum, you know. We put up 10 in the second quarter, no problem. But, buddy. This is equal. This blame is equally placed on everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, don't 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 single out Harlan if you don't sit around there and single out Kendall too, because in the second half we had nine possessions, Renard. Not one, not two. We had nine, mm-hmm. and you know what we did with those nine possessions? What's that? Punt, punt, punt. Turnover, punt. Turnover on downs. In order, nothing. You scored 31 points in the first half. The second half, you can't even get a field goal. And Mr. Mr. Mississippi, Cam Akers, 
you looked like you had a resurgence. You ran for over 100 yards. Oh, the old cam was back. We dancing. We high-fiving. But when it mattered the most, what did you do, Cam? What did you do? As bad as we talk about the defense and what they didn't do, let's talk about what they did. How about we talk about they gave us a turnover and we put the ball in your chest. Mm -hmm. And what did you do with said football? You gave it right back to the Broncos. And what does a tired, wore-out defense who was on the field for 108 plays God, dog. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, there's a lot of blame to go around in this now. They was on the field for 108 plays. Boise ran it up 108 plays. And what do you do, Cam? What you do? The defense get up as a turnover. One of the few fumbles that they recovered. What did you do, Cam? We trying to eat just a tad bit of clock. You place the ball back on the field. Here comes the defense, tired and all. Got to come trotting right back on the field. That movie looked real familiar mm-hmm. to last year. I know it's a new attitude. It's a new whatever. But that looked real last yearish, where the defense finally do something and the offense just hands the ball right on back and they got to come trotting back out on the field. Am I ready to jump off the wheel of T-Train right now? Nah, nah, not yet. But I'm going to tell you something. Barnett. You know, there's a huge difference, and Renato, I want you to chime in on this. Although the okay. offense looked bad in the second half, they did show improvement. But that defense, that looked like the same exact movie that we saw last year. So, do, do you have a question for me, sir? About about this, since, since you think it looks like the same defense as we saw last year. What is your take from the outside looking in. I mean, I think I'm all, losing hope. I think what? Well, see, I don't think you can lose hope. I think a lot of your points that you're making about Florida State is valid. Um, I think that you when you when you really sit down and look at <clears throat> that particular game, um, it I don't know about the adjustments because it looks like it looks like Florida State came out had a good game plan. They were up, but like Boise adjusted. But it looked like they adjusted and, and found the weaknesses on defense and continued to explode them. And the offense couldn't keep – well, I ain't going to say they couldn't keep up, but they, cause they did put up 31 points. It the, was just, the sad part was Boise came out the gate running the ball right down our throat. Right. Like, I know they're going to look at Bachmeyer's numbers and say, okay, he threw 400 yards. But, no, nah, you got to dig deeper than that. They ran the ball at will. It got to a point where they started passing because they were just down by so much. Mm-hmm. It, and and once they got back into the thick of things, they went right back to what they were doing, which was running the damn football. They ran for 214 yards. Right. You can't allow that. You can't allow Boise State to come in your stadium where you're supposed to have the advantage of the heat. And they wear you out. You get worn out. <laughs> well, I, I will say this. My my number one question the all season, and you heard me say it, and I said it about y'all before, is what was I going to see improvement? And I feel like I did see improvement. But are they there yet? I don't know. They've been just not there yet. As far as, like, 
all 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 three phases and everything kind of round together. Does that mean the team can't get there this year? No, that's not what they mean. Because you know, like you gonna you hear you gonna hear coaches say this all week. The biggest improvement is from week one to week two. True. So let me see what you look like this week, and as you get ready to move forward into conference play, what we do, and what not so not even so much what you do, not so much wins and losses, but what is the team playing like? And I think that's more so, you know. Oh, trust me, it's it's more comedy to come that because you already know who getting to plead the field. If it ain't going far, but. And I think that's more so the issue. It's not about the fact that we lost. It's how we lost. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that, you know, you finally had some breathing room. You know, you had breathing room to to, to do what you needed to do, and you just didn't see it. Right. Now, I wonder, here's a question that I pose for all my Nose fans or anybody who watched the game and you want to chime in, please feel free to let me know. I wonder if Barnett knows what to actually do with the personnel that he has. I think that's a major question going forward. Does he know how to utilize the personnel that he has? Because every coach wants to run a certain thing, but it gets to a point where that thing that you want to do, does it fit the personnel that you have? That's the question that he needs to answer because clearly Browse has somewhat seen what he has and he knows how to utilize what he has. Now, yeah, I think there was some times in the second half where he might have thought he could turn it back on and when the ball got to rolling, he couldn't click the switch again. So he knows moving forward, like Brown's going to know moving forward, okay, I just got to keep my foot on the gas, forget it. If we beat you by 50, we beat you by 50. It don't matter. We just going to keep going. But Barnett, I just really wonder, does he know how to utilize the personnel that he has? Well, that's that's what this week you hope to see adjustments. You hope to see, you know, you got a game under your belt now. You see how people uh, react when the bullets are flying live, as they say. So, you just got to see how they move move forward. And moving forward, boys, I'm not going to take none from boys because at the end of the day, them kids fought. And the last little small little stat that will tell you how it all broke down, they were eight for eight in the red zone. Five field goals and three touchdowns. They were efficient. And that's, I mean, and nothing else you can say, they took their points. And that's sometimes you see, you know, all along when you heard people say, boys, it was well-disciplined and, and, and this and that, that goes to that point. They At not no point in that game did they panic. If they got a chance to take their field goals, they took their field goals. They didn't. They yep. didn't. They didn't go for them crazy on fourth down. They like, nope. We'll take these three, and we'll just play the long game. And that ultimately is how they ended up with the victory. They played the long game, and in the end, they they waited us out. Well, like I said, Florida State has some positive to build upon. Yes, yes, so, we got some positive. Know, it ain't all negative. You take you take what you got and what happened uh, on Saturday, and, and you build from it. So. Holland by net, just know, man. Just know. Just know. That clock ticking on you, brother. Because I know Willie T sitting but looking like it's going to be either you or me. It ain't going to be me, brother. So you better figure it out, Harlan, and you better figure it out fast. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Salute, Boise, on the victory. So we're going to move back a little bit. Uh, let's go back to Thursday night. Uh, I definitely want to let Ben go ahead and get his uh, – and get his – take out on what happened with Florida State. But let's move back to Thursday night. Okay. 
We had Clemson and Georgia Tech. That dog going with Travis ATM. That kid is a man. <laughs> Travis ATN, I appreciate you. You on my fantasy that team. That kid is a man. You on my fantasy team for your 12 carries for 205 Jesus, yards. Jesus, man. Three TDs oh, with a long of 90. I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate everything you do. Uh, just overall impressions of Clemson. Clemson kind of looked like Clemson. Um, I think we have higher expectations for Clemson now. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence looked okay. Just going through the motions. Going through the motions. Going through two, the motions. Two interceptions, had a touchdown. But, you know, he look, He didn't look – when I say he looked okay, I right. say that because of what the expectations of Trevor Lawrence Right, because they got – I mean, everybody for the most part had him as their Heisman – and I'm not saying he, I'm not saying I'm not saying he can't get there. No, I'm, not saying, right. I'm not saying anything looked wrong, but it's just you know he was 13 and 2368 yards. But I don't know if that's more of a combination of the opponent mm-hmm. com- compared to expectations, what you're trying to do, and maybe he forced a few little things because he is just a true sophomore. Exactly, we're gonna put a lot on his shoulders. Exactly, you know, if he doesn't have a few good games, everybody gonna jump off the bandwagon. See that's what we on. do. That's what we. That's, do that's how we football. we overreact. We already know that people that's how overreact we do in college football for some strange reason. We, <laughs> we do that. The people don't like to stay the course. <laughs> um, the receiving core. I mean, they 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 kind of they did they did okay. Uh, T. Higgins has had a really good touchdown uh, that I saw. Uh, Justin didn't have a lot of catches. Uh, Justin Ross didn't have a lot of catches, but you know they 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 really spread it out. And uh, I'm not expecting anything different from Clemson than I than I uh, <clears throat> I had beforehand. You know, on defense, Isaiah Simmons. Yes, sir. That's the returning linebacker for Clemson. One, you know, one of the one of the few returners for Clemson, and and he came up with ten tackles, five solo. He did his thing. Watching him, he was moving pretty good. Uh, I think on defense, of course, with what they're replacing. I mean, that, that's going to be gonna, a working process, right? And they're going to have to continue to move through the year with that. But really, all all in all. My opinion of Clemson has not changed not one bit to say that they're not gonna just run through the ACC and get to the playoffs, and barring you, barring injury. And you said the keyword run <laughs> through, <laughs> <laughs> run through the ACC, right? Because if, if NTN keep playing like that, right. <laughs> he gonna have his name on a couple people ballots real soon, real soon, real soon. So you know, I mean, Clemson, y'all did your thing. Y'all looked like exactly how I expect for you to look. Uh, you didn't play around with Georgia Tech. No. You came out, I think it was 14 nothing before the end of the first quarter. You kept your foot on the pedal. Uh you see that, Kendall? They kept their foot on the pedal. I think I think it was I think it was a really good performance for Clemson. That's just my personal opinion. I don't think it was just like, oh, they just dominated them, but they did exactly what they were supposed to do. It was twenty nothing at halftime. Right. They did they did what they were supposed to do. I mean that that's about that's about as balanced as you can be. Fourteen in the first, fourteen in the second. Fourteen in the third, right. <laughs> so and then ten in the fourth. I mean, hey. that's as bad. That that's as balanced across the board as you gonna get. <laughs> Another game that came on. Uh, did they? Yeah. Another game that came on Thursday night. Oh, did Utah come on Friday night? That was Friday. Okay. 
I, yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to remember where I was when I was watching it. But, you know, i tell you one thing about Utah, and, and if y'all listen to any of the pre, uh, <clears throat> one of the first couple of shows, I picked Utah to uh, represent No, it was Thursday. Division. It was Thursday. It was Thursday. Okay. It was Thursday because I remember because I had to get up and write. Yeah, I okay. had to go to sleep because I couldn't finish watching. Yeah, it was Thursday. So I picked Utah to, to represent their division and, and beat Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game. Um and you know when when we had Tuck on the show, Tuck bigger concern was about their offense, and I was like, yeah, their offense ain't great, mm-hmm. and they 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 proved that point on on Thursday night. Their offense is not great. Their right. offense is a very very run heavy uh, offense. Zach Moss though, the but little that, running back, <sighs> man, they just but he he carried the ball almost thirty times. You know, what I'm saying this past game in that, the long run, I don't know can he sustain that. I mean, he 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 look like he can, but you just I don't you don't you know when you look at it, you're like I don't think he's gonna be able to maintain that for an entire season. And when I and I when I watched that quarterback Huntley play, right? I just you know what I really see, and you might you might disagree with me when I say this. I see Jalen Hurts from like his sophomore year at Alabama, mm. like he's. A one or two read guy, and that's it. And he gonna and he take gonna off. Go. That's it. Cause he took off a lot. You know what I'm saying? He took off. Sometimes a lot he took off when I'll, he didn't even have to. From parts of the game that I was be able to that I was able to watch. Uh, but I mean, when he did complete, cause look, he had what 16 attempts, mm-hmm. 13 completions for 106 yards. Right. Uh, that's okay. That's I mean that's that comes up to about. But what, what defenses are they really gonna face? In the back twelve, that's gonna. I mean, now this is not a. That's the. That's the. You know, the like like this is not a. Oh, I'm gonna get on the pack twelve, big twelve, no defense. Right. I'm just being honest. What real defense is in the pack? I guess Washington. You know, they got a solid. They've always had I mean, somewhat of a solid. Don't D. don't. Uh, but see, they don't play Oregon in, in the regular season, from what I understand. But don't sleep on Oregon's front four either. Okay. But I mean, I don't know outside of that. Who's just formidable? I'm not saying they not. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know who they would who they would play. Who they would play that would just really just really throw a take away wrench. or take away exactly what they would like to do. What they want to do? Now that front four is legit. They proved they still. That front. If four anybody had any legit. doubts about Utah's deep, now I know you're gonna be like, ah man, it was BYU. Whatever. It ain't about that Utah. Whatever. Deep. They defense did what everybody expected Ev- them to do. <laughs> everybody will tell you Utah's defensive line is legit. 100% legit. So don't be saying to my oh it's just Utah. It's not it's about what, it's not about what happened in this game. This is this is what they they were in the top 5 defensive lines in the country for a reason. Before a reason and before the season started. Yes, so sir. don't don't trip on that. But you know they end, they end up pulling away uh slowly but surely but that offense was just like whew. but you can't but you know that is a rivalry. It's yeah. a big rivalry. You know, you start your year off with a rivalry game. There's some emotions involved. There's some things like that. But thirty, almost thirty carries. He he definitely can't keep up that. No, he's not. No. He's not gonna be. He's definitely not gonna be able to keep up with that. No. But again, like we said, I don't know who in the Pac-12 is really going to challenge them. Challenge them as far as like okay, that, well, not, I really want to say challenge. Let me rephrase that. Who's gonna get them out of their comfort zone? I think mm-hmm. that may be that may be better. A better way to state it, because they're gonna come in and do what they want to do. So I wonder who's gonna be able to get them out of that comfort zone, maybe get them behind to where right. he has to actually pass and they can't just hand the ball off or okay. deal with him scrambling. 
That's gonna be the question. So when you get so that's 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 gonna be that question when you're dealing when you're dealing with Utah. So Utah, y'all got some things to work on, just like everybody else, but you know, y'all are a dominant know. rushing team. So And I think that and I think that that's one thing that within the first two weeks, a team we kind of can figure out their identity. And it and it's great when you know what you are. You run into problems when you don't know what you are and you in week three and you week four. Are you a, are you a run stopping team? Is your pass coverage better? Are you a better passing team? Are you a better running team? I, I'm sorry. I would much rather know what I am and build from that than, like you said, in to be guessing. So next game that w- that was on Friday night was also a oh, Thursday night. Excuse me, was a UCF. Oh, Chip Kelly, Mister, I'm the smartest man in the room. No, 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 UCF. Oh, UCF, and and I know I know it was fam. I know they playing for the AM. Brace up, man. man, bro, it, it was not even. It was bad. Well, it, that, that 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 was that was pretty bad. That was bad. But when Bush looked pretty good, he was putting the ball out there. You know. Like I said, I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on UCF because we know we know we know what they're about. We know we know right. where where that where they're predicted, and you know, I I really be interested to see them in Memphis this year uh, again, and then you know see who else arises in that conference to help to uh, to challenge the throne. So on Friday night we had Michigan State playing Tulsa. Michigan State's defense. Oh, hold on, hold on, Patrick. Let's let's not let's not shoot what? past Mr. Chip Kelly and UCLA and Cincinnati. But we, but, but we gonna get there. Lord have mercy. We gonna well, you know what? If you want to get there, let's go. Yeah. T- t- okay, go ahead. UCLA and Cincinnati. Go ahead. Y'all got a turnover machine that quarterback Chip Kelly. <laughs> uh, what his name is? DTR D- D- David yeah. Thompson Robinson. D- David. This, this this dude, dang it, whatever the whatever the D stands for. This kid is a turnover machine. You hear me? I know him and Chip having a long conversation right now because a lot of the reason why they ended up losing, mm-hmm. they fall on his shoulders. Like, I know you can't single out somebody. No, nah, man. This cat threw two picks. I don't know how many fumbles he lost. Jesus Christ, man. So what you're saying is you don't think they're back. <laughs> nah. I, I, you know, again, we talk about how people lose and, you know, why did they lose. Cincinnati had a handle on this pretty much the whole time. DTR is Dorian. Dorian. There we go. Dorian. DTR. Just like the hurricane that's out there right now. That's out there. Tan of the Bahamas. Look here, man. Chip, this year two of, of the Chip Kelly Project. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> the kid was eight for 26. It was terrible. For two touchdowns and, and two, two interceptions. And that didn't even count the fumbles. <laughs> it was ter- his, his QBR was 5.9. It was awful. His QBR was 5.9. Unfortunately, I took the time to watch this. That's why I want to talk about it. You probably going to get much UCLA talk on the show. But, man, he was terrible. So let, let me get this straight. Now that I look at now now looking at the stats, remembering stats, DTR had two interceptions mm-hmm. and two fumbles. That's four. So, so he was responsible for four. Four turnovers. The score was 24-14. So people, you can do the math. Your man was responsible for four turnovers on his own. Now his offensive line didn't give him much help. But still, you're two of the chip. I know we all talk about perspective and how we view certain teams. Year two of the UCLA project 
like I said, man, I ain't got much leg to stand on with what's going on with Willie T, but I just want to make sure it's known that people start talking about these other coaches that's on year two as well. For sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. So shout out to the Cincinnati Badcats. Y'all was going to be my team of the week, but uh, well, you we know had what? quite Hold a few on. teams Saturday there. In Cincinnati? I'm going to see what y'all want to do on Saturday. Y'all got Ohio State. That's, let's just see. That's going to that's gonna be interesting because Ohio State started out like game busters and, and against FAU, and, and it was 28 <laughs> nothing at halftime. Then all of a sudden, I guess they just went to sleep. Man, I don't know what it is. Look, they need they need to go ahead and just keep that same energy at these halftimes, man. I don't know what's going on in the locker room. Well, I mean, there was some there was some good adjustments, but, man, I'm like, bro, what, what we got going on here? But what I was going to say about Michigan State was that – Go ahead. Uh – they had a solid effort, but their defense is is going to be supposed to be the strongest it's in always this the era. Strongest, but it's supposed to be the strongest one that he's had, like his front seven stuff. Will be the strong point uh, in this era. And let me talk about let me talk about the running back from Tulsa for a minute. Okay. You said we should put up two hundred yards on them easily. Mm, I don't know why you hold on, hold on, bro. Easily. He said two hundred yard rushing, being. But did you see what he had? They had. They had negative 73 <laughs> yards rushing. How in the hell you going to get on here and talk and say we should learn for at least 200 and you get no and I'm not this is not counting quarterback sacks or nothing. Y'all had negative you know, 73 you know quarterback sacks count. yards rushing. You, know you want to tell sacks. me how in the holy hell you got on there and ran your mouth and said, oh, we going to run for 200 yards on them. And not only did you not run for 200 yards, you ran for negative, negative. 73 yards. You know, there's a lot I of people. I don't that, well, understand. There's a lot of people who are candidates for plead the fifth this week. But, boy, y'all made this week hard because my On kid, a normal week, y'all would get it. On a, norm, on a normal week, y'all would get it. How do you go from 200? To a negative 73. Negative on, 73 brother. rushing, bro. How you oh, have – Okay. Congratulations, oh, this, Michigan State, 28 yeah. nothing. Speaking of rushing. Just just put him in his place. Let, that let was me, awful. Let me tell you something. Moving on to South Florida and Wisconsin. <laughs> that dude. Wisconsin. I mean, <clears throat> Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor did Jonathan Taylor things. If you were a Jonathan Taylor fan prior to this season. Uh, first of all, you should have. You should have been. But if you weren't prior to this season, you going to be. And now he's, you catch, gonna be. now he's catching the ball out the backfield. That's skip. He's working on his draft stock. Of course. <laughs> what else is a dope Walker Award winner from last year going to do? He already run the best running back in the nation award. So, let, let, so me let, let me work on my draft stock. Let me work on improving what I can do. South Florida, I don't know what's going on down Did you now. even pinch? What is going on with y'all? With, with your, uh, they won't try to up out of there. Charlie. I don't know why. Charlie. They won't try to up out of there. Charlie, I be trying, man. Like, South Florida was a pretty good program. I, the now, Charlie, what we got going on here? And I want to know how many damn years of eligibility does Blake Barnett have left? I don't know. This dude I thought he was gone. 50 teams. <laughs> I thought he was gone. He done went from Bama to Arizona State, State to South Florida. And I was like, okay, I thought last year was it last year. Now, apparently he got here one more year. I said. Then, then at one point he went to a JUCO somewhere. In that yeah, equation. I was just like, God <laughs> damn, man. I'm so tired of hearing that dude name. 
Go get you an insurance job. Sell some insurance. <laughs> sell do some something. You ain't going to NFL, bro. Go to your hometown. Sell some cars. Sign some autographs, kid. It's over. I'm like, go back to Cali. <laughs> God, no. So <laughs> that game wasn't even worth it. Talk. It was 49 nothing. And Wisconsin did what Wisconsin normally do. Jonathan Taylor, man, if, if, just pay attention to the kid, man. He's huge, definitely going to make some noise, even more noise this year. Huge offensive line play as usual with the big uglies up front of Wisconsin. They always have the big. Can we trade in college football? I would what? like. I would like to submit a trade for my offensive line for Wisconsin's offensive. Well, line. here's the problem with Can that. Can I submit a trade when it comes? We're going to pass. offer scholarships well, they, across the board. They can't pass pro. They, I, well, well, I put it like this: they can hell. pass pro. That's just not their expertise. Well, hell, that that ain't gonna help us out. Well, that's my point. <laughs> and you ain't gonna run that offense there, Wisconsin running. <laughs> So let's move on a little bit. Uh, Mr. One Job is not here, so but we're gonna go ahead and hit up the uh, Duke and yeah, we'll holler. We we look the Duke and Alabama game. Uh, let's talk about that one next, just for a few minutes. Uh, the Alabama game kind of started. I mean, Alabama started out a little bit slow. It was interesting. A little bit sluggish in the beginning. I, at the beginning, I will give Duke credit. They came out high. Cut Cliff. Cut you know? Cliff. You know, had a couple little wrinkles that took them a little time to get to get uh. Defense played with some heart early on. Yeah, they played with some heart. the first quarter. You know, dude ended up getting thrown out the game for throwing the punch at at, at your boy, Landon Dickerson. First of all, first of all, I even heard from – shout out to my boy Aaron, man. I even heard from some of my Bama fans. They was like, yo, man, you ain't tell us that the kid was dirty. I said, hey, brother, look. Y'all didn't ask. Y'all didn't ask me it wasn't dirty. I said he didn't play enough for me to really give you that analysis. So, So, right. So, it's like, you know, y'all got what you asked for. But, you know, eventually, man, talent took over, you know, to a – Warmed up, 26 of 31, 336 yards, four TDs. Uh, you know, the Alabama had an early fumble from, you know, from Jerome Ford. You know, the the players that were suspended. Uh, yeah, they miraculously made their way into the game. No, I'm not going to say that. I mean, it was it was, it was was rumored that it was reported that it was a half. Saban, when they asked Saban about it, he just kept saying it was an internal matter. So, you know, I really – I can't say that what it was it wasn't supposed to be. All I know is after the first quarter, they I was saw, in the game. They was in the game, <laughs> and I want to give a shout out, man. You know, to, to to the to the young Alabama linebackers, man. Like, uh, I think it's Shane Lee, all them, man. Like they played, they played a really good game. Like I watch, like like every time I turn around, they was by the ball. I think this you this youth movement and these like not just with Alabama, just across the board. This youth movement with these classes, that that eighteen to nineteen class, if you look across the country, it's a lot of true freshmen playing right now. And I think a lot of coaches are are starting to realize that, hey man, sometimes these kids these, these kids are coming from programs in high school and they ready. Well well, here's the thing. Sometimes, Some of them. Sometimes sometimes, you know, some kids are more ready than others. That's why you, you you have them in practice, but you know Shane Lee and them and Christian Harris were pushed into action. So you know as as you know because of the injuries to the to but they answered the call. They answered the call. I think they did pretty well, and I don't even think they stats show like because every time I turn around, I saw Shane Lee. I said, God, dog, he is everywhere. And see, like you say, sometimes you know coming from looking at it from the the, the downside, sometimes just a kid just being in the right position. Even even if he don't make the play, but just being in the right position, just doing his job, doing the coach cliche of do your job, just doing your job on certain plays, 
that matters more than trying to be a hero. And it, a lot of times, them kids, they, they they doing that. For Alabama, it was good to see Terrell Lewis back on defense. The guy's a physical freak. Like, if he just stays healthy, he's going to be an All-American. He's a physical freak. It was good to see him back out there. Good good bounce back. Uh, good bounce back. You know, I think it's been two years, basically, since he's basically competed and played. So, that's, that's you know, it's good to see him out there. Uh, Jerry Judy, man. Jukebox is what I call Jerry. Are, are we ready to give him the number one receiver in the nation title? I, we, oh are we are we are we ready? Or are we gonna okay? Let me ask are you this gonna, question. Are we hold let me ask you this question. Who are you comparing him to? Because it depends on what you're looking at. Because with with, with Judy, I think you know everybody wants to say like maybe like Justin, but Judy is a better route runner. Than Justin is. Justin. Justin is a physical being. I'm, I mean, you know he. But he, who I'm saying that's what, it all depends on who you who you comparing Judy to. I mean, it's really hell. Judy might not even be the best receiver on his own damn team. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, you can say that. <laughs> I'm just saying. With Waddle, watch Waddle, man, man. I, the way that Waddle can stop on a dime and accelerate and move, no. it's, it's 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 special. It's special. I. I'm I'm willing to give it to him, man. I, it's just the way that they are are in sync in that offense. Mm. It's it's special. I, I think that this one thing, you know, we always like to talk about Bama and their running backs, you know. But this is something, and and, and they've always had for the last few years with Coop and Julio. They've had Ridley. They've had receiver, but to have this collective group that they have right now, and it's not just. You know, the running joke we always had when Sims was a quarterback was we called him one read because all he did was throw the ball to Coop. Now, that's not the case. You can't single out Judy. You can't do that. You go double him if you want to. Look, if you do you go if, you go double him if you want if to. If you dumb enough to, to double Judy. Then you know what's going to happen on the other side of the field. Then get ready to see Ruggs, Waddle, and Smith. So this unit, problem. you know, for me, as as you know, as they're the number one unit. To they, me. They, they are. Until, it's it's not even, until further proof. Until further, like you said, I don't really see. And I know there's somebody listening to this podcast who thinks that the number one unit is in Clemson. I'm not saying that they're not good. the Clemson kids are not good, but I think one through four. Yeah, I have to give it to. Bama. Sometimes you gotta get credit where credit is due, man. So, and know. right now, it's 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 so weird to. To really say that, knowing the the history. The, the, the history with the running backs, right? But to know, like, yo, these dudes got some studs on the outside. Who, all my people in the SEC, y'all always harp on your defense. You harp on this. You harp on secondary. But guess what? This version of Bama, they finna put your secondary to the test. And you better be ready. And you better be ready. This this version of Bama is is not is this ain't your this ain't your 2010 2009. No, this this version of Bama is finna put your secondary to the test. So I hope, my fellow SEC people, I hope you're ready. But I mean, that was it was it was it was. I, I said that Duke wouldn't score over ten points, and they only scored three. I told you that we could have took. Well, I could have took that to the bank. I said the offense is not gonna score over one ten points. I but said, but we knew Bama was angry. I said fifty five to ten. It was forty two to three to me. That same category. But <laughs> hey, Bama's moving on. I think they got New Mexico State next. Uh, so 
We're going to go ahead and pay some bills right now. We're going to be back with y'all in just a moment. All right. Thank y'all, man. We are back. We, we are, are back. back. We are back. So let's go ahead and get into the Georgia Bulldogs versus Vanderbilt game just for a sec, just for a couple of seconds. Just a smidge. Just even, a smidge. Even though it was a conference game, I don't think you know there was a lot of people that felt like Vanderbilt was going to do anything to them. Uh, I know one thing: Georgia. It was more Georgia fans at the Vanderbilt game than it was Vanderbilt fans. <laughs> They yeah. was, you know, they chomping at the bit after what happened to them the last but time bruh, they saw their team. <laughs> ain't the first time that it happened at Vanderbilt. It happens when when they get like the Alabamas and the Auburns and stuff like that to come in. Uh, they always the, the other team always outsells them. But Keyshawn Vaughn, you know, a really good back for Vanderbilt man had 15 carries for 74 yards. But uh, DeAndre Swift for Georgia, <laughs> 16 carries, 147 yards, just a complete back. I mean, they went up 14 nothing in the first quarter, man, and Georgia just kind of did some things. The passing game wasn't it wasn't as efficient as they may have liked it, but, I mean, I think it, you know, in the end, it's something that they can work on. Like we said, there's always work on something it. with them that they can work on. They got, you know, people, you know, we got to understand one thing about Georgia. They're breaking in a new offensive coordinator. So they're, they're breaking in on that side of the ball. But the good thing is they still got Jay Fromm back there running the offense, so. I mean, that's where I was on 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 Georgia Vanderbilt. Very expected. I think it kind of went the way that everybody thought it was going to go. So conference win. So you know that. Yeah, good that's conference. always good to go ahead and get your conference win right out the gate. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, Mr. Fields, Justin. Boy, I tell you, boy, Ohio State came out like game buffers, twenty eight to nothing. Oh, issue <laughs> came out twenty eight to nothing, Ben. Uh, Fields came. Fields has eighteen twenty five, two hundred thirty four yards, four TDs. Came out. I was like, man, they uh, he put, let every, he, he put everybody on notice. Like, look, I'm trying to tell y'all what I could do. They just wouldn't let me do it. However, then came after the first quarter, though, they were outscored twenty one to seventeen by Florida Atlantic. Is that cause to pause? It is to me. It is to me, especially on the defensive side. It's definitely a cause to pause. But look, I'm not that concerned. We'll see. We'll see them this week again against against Cincinnati. But it's definitely a cause. Like, hmm. Let's see how this is gonna go. Because I think that everybody is not necessarily counting Ohio State out. But they just want to see some things. They want to see some things because as as y'all have watched and y'all have heard. Everybody pretty much has – if Michigan don't do it this year, then we can go ahead and just go ahead and just pack Harbor on up and get him on the bottom there. So, if you're Ohio State and you know this, you kind of need to make sure you continue you continue to deliver the message that we ain't going nowhere. New quarterback, new coach, don't matter. Same old, same old movie. We ain't going nowhere at all. Yeah, that's 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 what I saw, man. Like that that was me too. I was looking at it like, mm, okay. This next game, I want to get into real quickly because we got some other things we got to go. Because we definitely got to talk about them Auburn Tigers. Yeah, we're gonna get there. We're gonna, we're gonna get there and hold my hold my hold my tongue till I get there. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to LSU 
for going out and hiring that passing co- coordinator from the Saints, from the New Orleans Saints. LSU, I don't, I don't, going. I don't think Joe Burrow has ever thrown five touchdown passes in his life. I was sitting there watching this game like, who is LSU? Because that who ain't is to be overlooked. Team? That is not to be overlooked. I know somebody might say it was the opponent. I don't care. Whatever. That's not to be overlooked. Joe Burrow looked good. And you can say what you want to say against whoever it was, but they got the ball spread around to 14 different receivers. And I'm like, who in the heck is this? This is not LSU. I don't care if it was against Georgia Southern. Don't matter. But Vern, y'all know what my question is. Are you gonna keep the same in trash? Are y'all gonna keep that same? We know what we ain't got. We ain't gotta wait all year. We ain't gotta wait all year. We gonna find, find out, out this, this week. week. <laughs> we gonna find out this week. Ain't no ain't no wait all year. Now, we gonna find I, out I, this week. I love the fact that y'all have opened it up, but I still want y'all don't ever forget who you are because you're gonna need some physical. Some physical play as man. Some forget who you are. Let's do something different. I want to see I, I West look. I'm not change saying, hands. I'm not saying not do something different. I'm just saying that you should be able to do more than just that one yes. thing. Yes. That's that's basically what it come down to. So great job, LSU, fifty five to three. Saw Leonard for that little brother in there running. Hey, look, man, and, and, and Mr. John Ember Jr. You wrong for making that man drop his jock strap on that 10-yard line, wherever, wherever it was. I said, oh, my God, the boy left his jock strap right there. He just picked up and walked to the sideline. But I'm going, hey, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, I'm going home. I ain't dealing with this man this. no more. I'm going home. <laughs> but good job, LSU, 55-3. to Just keep that same energy, LSU. That's all I want. I think that's going to be – one phrase you're gonna hear from us: Keep that same energy. Do not. I won't. Don't want to see no letdowns. Put, if that's the way you coming, keep that same energy and keep it going. Keep the momentum going. For time purposes, I'm going Michigan. Michigan. Middle Tennessee is a solid program, but y'all, I don't know. I expected. I expected it to be a little bit more cleaner than what it was. Patterson, you know, he was. He was okay. Oh, um. He was ho home, but I just, I just, I just expected to be a little bit more cleaner than what it was. I'm not sure that you. I, I have revamped my view of LSU, but I have not revamped my view of Michigan. And Michigan, I'm sorry, y'all. They are not a team that can quote unquote go through the motions. And oh, we weren't about Ohio. No, y'all need to send messages. Like this is not. This is Harbaugh. This is your year. You need to be sending messages. You need to feel good, and you need to be sending messages, not going through the motions trying to get to the next game. Like, no, that don't need to be y'all mentality. Not no, this year. No, it definitely don't. Not That's this not. year. Definitely not. And uh, <clears throat> especially with those Texas Longhorns who had a successful opening game, 45-14, coming mm-hmm. in this week. One of the marquee matchups coming up this week with LSU in Texas and Texas A&M in Clemson. But – the game that y'all have been tuning in to, to hear my voice about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got, you know, even though I am still dressed in Oregon gear, I feel a little better, you know, considering what actually happened Saturday. Them Oregon Ducks, I tell you, Mr. Mr. Herbert, Mr. Mr. Justin Herbert, uh, you said you came back to school for a reason. Now, I know Auburn has a stout defensive line, and they got a secondary to go along with it, but Mr. Herbert, <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. You you not looking um 
best quarterback, number one quarterback pick in the draft. You, you, I got some questions for you, man. Now, maybe Mike – look, you ain't called in the plays. I get it. You not called in the plays. But, brother, you know, you squandered the lead, man. You were one of you were one of a couple of teams that squandered the lead that you had when you had every ample opportunity to put that game away. And Auburn just won they they just weren't gonna be denied, man. So Ben, do you have uh, it's so many things I can hit on this game. I'll mm-hmm. just let you ask me some questions, then it might go on. That well, way. the number one question I have for you at any point in the game, did your faith in Mr. Bo Nix waver? Did, did you lean back and say, oh, I don't know. If this well, was, like, I say, like, put Gaywood in? That put, I say, put Gay, or, or that thought, did that thought even creep in your mind to maybe get Gatewood a couple packages? No, because here's, here's, here's my reason why. Okay. You know, I saw a lot of people talking a lot of stuff, and it was like, okay, this is a guy that's just turned 18 years old that's in front of 90 to 100,000 people. He was just down the street from us. He was just down the street a couple from months us ago. not too long ago. Mm-hmm. First start. What I didn't like was that in the first half, we didn't really try to run the ball and it just, it just didn't trust the run. We put a lot on him. Right. But I guess, you know, trying to see where we are. and, and, and Testing that gauge and gauging yeah, that pressure. See where we are. Because I, I think Gus has a lot of trust in him. And, I, and if you watch the game, you can see why. Because his poise, his confidence never wavers. True. Never. Balls are still. Like, he just, he just you know, some people are just made to be a quarterback. Yes. And I'm not saying, like, he is the second coming of Deshaun Watson or any other. I'm just saying, like, he can be just a good, solid quarterback. And I just think that's just what he's made to be. One of the things that can be said about that game was he had a – I guess you can either use two words. You can either use gritty or gutsy performance. Whereas right. he faced a ton of adversity. A in ton game. of adversity. He threw picks. He had a couple throws that – I mean, his numbers wasn't even that great. No, his numbers were terrible. But sometimes it's not all about the numbers themselves. Because like I just told you, you could have – I could tell you somebody who had 337 yards and three touchdowns, and they still lost. Yeah, I mean, and, and, it, it, and, all numbers ain't created equal. And to me, that's where it goes. Because to me, most of the game was not on Bo yet. Bo made two mistakes, you know, one in the red zone, you know. But, uh, you know. He'll I, learn it, from that. Honestly, man, I tell people this game was a game of mistakes on both sides. Because if you really look at it, Oregon left three scoring opportunities. Just exactly. just, just let it just let it crap away. And, you know, they could really have put the game away. You know, you got to be honest with yourself about what you were watching. Now, the first quarter, they were 100% dominating Auburn. But if you look at the stats from the second through the fourth quarter, I think Oregon had like three or four first downs. And uh, I can't remember what, but somebody had took the time to compare the stats. Now, even, had, if, like, even if you just break it down from a scoring perspective, you had Oregon had 14 in the first quarter. Right. Nothing in the second. And one seven in the third, third, and that was it. And nothing in the fourth, right? But when you balance it out, this this goes back to the point of goody, gritty, whatever you want to call it. Auburn had three in the first, three in the second, seven in the third. But in the quarter that mattered the most, had two touchdowns, had two tutties in the fourth quarter. So I mean, you know, sometimes it's not. You know, we when we were kids, we heard that slow and steady wins the race. Sometimes that's really true. I mean, it can be. There was a lot, like I said, there was a lot of factors in this game, man. There was this was Gus' first game, fully one hundred percent calling plays, mm-hmm. 
And he even admitted after the game, like when we got that fumble and ran all the way down to the two-yard line, he, he even said himself, I got too cute. I should have just went hardcore, put Gatewood in, and ran it down their throat. Right. That's And he now basically he said that. That's This words that are coming out of his mouth. But let's talk – I want to talk about that defense for a minute, man. They was getting gashed in the first quarter. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Kevin Steele made some adjustments and – I tell you, boy, they started they started doing little small things. They started like giving up that little they'll give up that little two to that little uh three to five yard route, but you wasn't getting nothing after it. The sure no tacklers yak. came no up, yak. no game, no yak, like you saying, no yards after the catch, none of that kind of stuff. And boy, let me tell you something. When number thirty three KJ Britt hits you, you stop. There was like two times old Vardell for uh Verdell, whatever his Verdell name is, for, for for Oregon. He was a little guy, man. But but dog, he was he was but he was cutting us up now. I know. He was but boy, there was one time he came through that middle and I was like all of a sudden it was just like I was just like, what happened? Like somebody hit a fly. And I saw the replay and my even my wife said, Oh Lord, that boy hit him. I'm like, Yeah. KJ laid the wood twice. That the fourth down play. And shout out to Zacoby McClain for shooting that gap along with KJ Britt. And you know things like things like that is what I think when people, regardless of how you feel about the SEC's overall record, those are the little things that when people say the SEC is, you know, whatever they are, it's things like that. It's like, okay, you know, we're gonna put a stop to this. Okay, Ver Verdell, this is what we about to do. We about to go ahead and hit you in the mouth. They made some. They made some <laughs> great adjustments. Now, the 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 marquee matchup was Oregon Olev offensive line versus uh, Auburn's D line, and Oregon won a fair, a good amount of the uh, of those trenches battles. But what ended up happening is we wore them down, and we and we started doing some things in the second half, especially second quarter on on defense that really got to them. Oregon offensive line is really good. They're solid. But listen, what you just, but listen to what you just said. You started doing things, meaning you made adjustments. Yeah. You saw the error or what was not I want to say error, but you saw what wasn't working. So you started making adjustments. And and I we did, and I told people like like I said, man, this game was a game of mistakes. This was a marquee, basically. I mean, uh, we was sixteen, Oregon was eleven, I mean, eleven, whatever, top ten. I I consider them top ten at the time. I mean, you know, first game. First start for a true freshman. And then the second half, they started just saying, look, we're going to run the ball. And they started running the ball. Whitlow had some great runs. He had some runs where he could have done a little bit better. But, like I said, he had some great ones. And there was just, you know, some mixing in of some passes. And the poise and the confidence of Bo Nix in the last, you know what I'm saying, in the last uh, quarter to lead to lead was just was just evident. And you can see why he's uh, – why he was named a star quarterback. And I know. think sometimes people I think some people went into it, they had a small question about the Auburn offensive line. But when you look at <sighs> but when you but when you look at what Booby was able to do, no. They were still terrible. They were <laughs> Hold on, man. Look. He here's the thing about Okay, did you see did you, Yeah, but did you see how many times it was him getting the four point six yards and not the push? <laughs> Look, man, the offensive line was a little bit better in the second half. It was better in the second half. <laughs> the first half, it looked like a repeat of last year. Like, oh, here we go again. But it was just a good, hard-fought college game. It was, it was a just a battle. Mm -hmm. 
You know, and I mean, Oregon, it, uh, Oregon showed up. Oregon showed up ready to play. They hit them in the mouth. They was pushing Auburn around for a little while. And, it, you know, it took a couple shots to, for them to, like, say, okay, we, we in a real game now. You know, there were some things that happened, but, I mean, there were things that happened on both sides. But, I, hey, they came out with the W, and that's all you can really ask for. The poise that he, that that, boy, that Bo Nix had on that last drive. And, and you know, that, that that to me just shows to me that he can be a, a really good quarterback for Because us. he faced a lot of adversity in that, in that one single game. And to be able to block out, I wouldn't say block out, but just to continue to power through all of that right, and deliver what he did at the end, I mean, that, that deserves a lot. I mean, a lot of credit. And, you know. Hey, we want to know. That's all you can ask for. That's all. I'm not. I'm not even gonna spend any more time on this game, man. There's so many avenues you can go with that about what happened in the game, but it was a good hard fought game. Christian Tut, you a dog playing the nickel. Jeremiah Denson, who just got named the uh, SEC Defensive Player of the Week, it just came out about an hour or two ago. You a dog. Like y'all did y'all thing. Like the twelve defense- total tackles. The defense did their thing solo. in the end. Two for loss. Yeah. So, you know, and y'all sack. y'all probably faced or y'all faced one of the best quarterbacks y'all going to face until all year. No, I'm saying in in general. Well, in general, yeah. In general. So, you know, hey, keep doing what y'all doing. Just take your mistakes and learn from them and let's move on to the next And week. that's scary because to be able to well, with basically that, keep Herbert with, with somewhat that, in check with that schedule, we need some we needed a break. And 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 you know I'm not I'm not saying that from or well, I, we well from know is gonna be a whole different beast. From is a whole nother beast. Tua is a whole nother beast. Yeah, that, that them last two games that that I'm not even going there right now. I'm not even trying to get there. But you know the other game that y'all was worried about, <laughs> who Flip ain't gonna look nothing like her. Oh, so. it don't matter. I'm still worried about. We still gotta <laughs> we still gotta go there, dog. And Texas A and M was another game I'm worried about too. But anyway, that's that's. So I got a lot of. We got a lot of stuff, you know. The season is still young. Let's not try to rush it. We're just gonna try to see what, make sure we improve. One from week some, at a time. Yeah, one week at a time and get better. So now it's time for our segment this week that we always do, called "Plead the Fifth. and this is where Ben has his say about his <clears throat> about a certain team or player or someone who just needs to sit down and shut up. That's why we say they need to plead the fifth. There will be two plead the fifth this week, and we're gonna start with the first one. Tell y'all something, man. Look, you know, I try my best to be a straight shooter when it comes to this stuff. But some things I can't try my best about. We ain't gotta worry about who to plead the field going to on my end. You know, I I, wa- I really, I really wanted to give it a chip killer in the UCLA Bruins. I really did. Because as you pointed out, but it was eight for 26. I really wanted to give it to him. But no. Some people might even say Tennessee. They paid them cash nine hundred some thousand dollars to come in their own stadium no, and handle their business. No, you can't use Tennessee. But I'm just saying, some people might have wanted to do that. But no, this plea to fifth rest in one part of the country, Tallahassee. We heard all off season, Harlan Barnett. You talked about the defense. We switching from a 4-3 to a 3-4. Then you said, no, we're not going to a 3-4. We're going to multiple fronts. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Bruh, 
the opening play. These cats came out and ran the ball down our gut. Then the first play was like 12 yards off the top. That had absolutely nothing, nothing to do with being tired. It was the first play of the damn game, and it was foreshadowing to what was to come. They went ahead and powered on to over 200 yards rushing. I'm not going to get on Bach minus 400 yards passing because that was a byproduct behind them being down. I'm on this this 200 yards rushing. Plus, you had all summer, man. Willie T, that seat is on fire. Trust me, it is. Now, can we get rid of you right now? Am I off the Willie T train? No. I'm a realist. You got a $17 million buyout. So guess what, people? <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. So we ain't worried about that. So y'all might as well stop all the five Willie T. We ain't got $17 million to pay him and then pay somebody else. And everything we did, and it's going to come back full circle to you, Kendall Browse. We brought you in for your offense. And in the first half, you looked great. It looked amazing. Slim was out there slinging the ball all over the yard. Hilton and Terry and Cam and Warren Thompson. I mean, you know what I'm saying? We looking good. But then the second half, you went to sleep behind the wheel. And my fan base. I need y'all to stop, man. It was some of y'all clowns even out there hollering about Natty 19. I don't know where the hell you thought that was coming from. Not nowhere. So Florida State, myself included, until Virginia. No, don't, don't. I don't want to hear no. Now you're getting a two-week. Forget one. You're getting two. Because ain't no reason for us to lose to ULM. Zero. You're getting two. If we don't take care of business against Virginia, just continue to please, please. And, oh, and D-Jax, bro, just take off your jersey and your shoulder pad. Man, just go home. We sick of your damn antics. Go home, man. You got to be the dumbest senior I've ever seen in my life, brother. Fall on the ball. They teach you that crap in peewee. Fall on the damn ball. You weren't going to run 90 yards, brother. So this is a collective plea to feel. This ain't just to the fans. This is for the players, the coaches, to everybody. Just shut the fuck up. Just shut up until after the Virginia game. FSU, shut up. That was the plead the fifth segment. But remix, we have a part two to the plead the fifth segment. It's my turn to plead the, for somebody to plead the fifth. Because I need to hear your take let, on the bottom half. Let me tell, let me tell, let me, let me tell, let me tell y'all who this is for. <laughs> Ole Miss, South Carolina, Missouri, Tennessee. And guess what, Arkansas? You ain't left out either, even though you won. You struggling against, like my boy Funny Man said on his video, a team y'all done found on LinkedIn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all struggling against Portland State. Bottom Ole half Miss. For the SEC. <laughs> Ole Miss. Now, look, I really can't be mad at Ole Miss too much because – Memphis was a was a seven point favorite. Whatever. South Carolina, you had a twenty to nine lead. True, you blew it. Tennessee, Tennessee, rocket slop. Not only did they beat y'all, but they was blowing y'all off the line of scrimmage. That's all people were talking about. I look, Georgia State. 
I respect Georgia State. They've done this before. They were two and ten last year. They were two and ten last year. And they beat y'all in your house. Thirty-eight to thirty. So guess what? Bottom half of the SEC. Yes. Y'all just need to shut the up to further notice. Quit until y'all can come over here and talk. You, you are you are on probation. All of y'all are on SEC <laughs> probation. I'm gonna send your ass to the Atlantic Ten if you keep talking and you keep acting stupid. They hand Ole Miss, South Carolina, Missouri, Tennessee, and even Arkansas. Get it together. Plead the fifth. Y'all need to plead the fifth. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Sorry, mofos. Get on my nerves. Not you, because you lost, but because the way you showed up. And you're sitting there getting a check because it's split across the board. <laughs> Kelly Bryant, y'all done went to Wyoming and got played. Dabo looks like he and was can, correct. Can you, can you tell me why you went to Wyoming, Missouri? <laughs> why are we scheduling games in Wyoming? What in the hell are we doing? You went on the road. And took that. Air. How you gonna go on a roll? What is wrong with you? Lord have mercy. Just that's it. Just, just it. You know. Feel. You know. Sometimes you know. I, I look. I love my Auburn fans, my Alabama fans, even my Gator fans. I love my fans who stick to their team. I love that. But all you hand holding SEC folks who SEC SEC. This for y'all too, man. Just just hand hold your own team. Because as we have seen, that bottom half of the conference, mm, it's looking real goddamn average, real average. And you know, it, I'm not, I'm not. You know what? I'm done with. I'm done with it. It's not. <laughs> it, 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 to me, it's just about. And you know, South Carolina. I, South Carolina was that probably was about the best. They were on the it because they were leading twenty to nine, right? And it just looked like North Carolina couldn't do nothing, and then here they come, but. Tennessee, man. Come on, dog. Come on, man. But that's the – okay. Man, moving just, on. Moving on. Moving on. Let's move on to just a – I, I know we're, we're, we've been running over time a little bit, so we're going to just talk about a couple of these week two kickoff games. I mean, uh, excuse me, games that's going to happen this week that we are really, really looking forward to. Uh, one of the ones is going to be uh, Texas A&M and Clemson. Clemson is an 18-point favorite. Did you see Texas A&M offensive line this past week? <laughs> it looked very familiar. Well, now, I, they won the game, and I know the score was going to show that they won it convincingly. But you, but, okay, but, but do you not think that Clemson, that Texas A&M is going to show up like they did last year? On the road? Because they keep talking that noise. Like, they play, like y'all can do whatever. We're going to show up. Dabo was the type of coach that he doesn't say it, but I he doesn't say it to the public, but I think that he knows that everyone out of out of all the last year, that was the one game that everybody was like, you should have lost. If they want to call this play right here, you should have lost on the road. So, as we say, when you a championship caliber team, you need small things to motivate people. I think he's going to utilize that as motivation. Like, look, yeah, they saying that we should have lost last year to these folks. Let's go ahead and just go ahead and continue to put our stamp and keep knocking out these SEC teams the way that we know how to do. That's what I think personally. So, do you have a score for this game? Go ahead and give me LS. I mean, give me Clemson. Mm-hmm. Thirty to fifteen. Ooh. I, I really don't. I think it's going to be two scores. That's just me. 
I think they're gonna win by two scores. I really could see Texas A&M coming in and pulling pulling it. I really do. A, a lot of people feel that. I'm way. I'm not gonna pick that. I don't feel that strongly about it. I'm just saying that it definitely could happen. So let me get. I'm gonna get Clemson. Thirty-one, Texas A&M twenty. Okay, okay, like, double digits still. That was I. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. Don't get me I wrong. Think it's gonna be a good game, but I think it's gonna be a good game. But I think Clemson will pull it out late. Well, the other marquee game that everybody's interested in is LSU and Texas. LSU is a four and a half point favorite. It started out at four, it moved up to four and a half. This is a statement game for both programs because if Texas. Wants to ride the high horse of what they did last year in the bowl game. Okay, here's your stage. Do it against a team that's playing everybody. They got something to lose. It ain't a meaningless game. It matters. Do what you did, and let's see if you can repeat the process. I personally don't think that they will be able to just because of what you stated. I think LSU, for the first time in a while, they on a mission. So is this game at Texas, or is this game at a neutral site? I guess it's the part that I didn't. That that was the one that I didn't see for real. I know I knew the game was coming, but I didn't know if it was at a neutral site. I don't, I don't know if it's at a neutral site or not. I don't think it is. Let me give me one second. Let me double check. But what do you think most of the keys to the game are? I mean the key, the keys on LSU side of the ball is just going to be what they're going to be able to do in a passing game. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what Herm knows, you know what I'm saying? Herman knows. All the game is at Texas. Yeah. Herman knows. Herman knows what LSU has been known to do. So he's going to do his best to take that away and force Burrow to beat him. Okay. Yeah, I think – man, Ellen, Ellinger is just a gamer, dog. I told somebody that he just reminds me of Tebow. He just and Coach. you know what the hell is coming, and you just can't do nothing with it. And I know I know they got the, the big receivers on the outside. Uh, when I look at the game, man, like it's it's I think it's gonna be a knockdown drag out. I think it's gonna be 20. it's going in the fourth. It's just I, like, this is not gonna be nothing that's gonna be over with quick. I think twenty four twenty one. That sound about right. And I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with L Sue twenty four twenty one. I'm lean I'm leaning towards LSU myself. And th- and that's just because I think that for both teams, I know and I know and I know my people listening to it, they they gonna have their opinions about it, but it's just me. This is my personal opinion. I think this game means more to LSU than it does to Texas. Mm-hmm. Personally. Because Texas could lose this game and beat Oklahoma and have one loss and still get to where they need to get to. But LSU on the flip side, you take this air right here, you still got to deal with Florida, Auburn, Bama. You still got to deal with that. Texas You still got to deal with that. So it's like you can't just take this loss right here, even though it's a non-conference game, you can't take this air right here and expect to be in the conversation later on down the line if you just so happen to have a stumble and fall in the right. SEC. So what you got? So give me LSU. I'm gonna go twenty eight to twenty four. Okay. That's what I'm going with. All right. Now before we before we get out, we're gonna go just hit some quick hitters real quick, some quick games. Uh UAB and Akron. UAB is a nine point favorite. Who you got? Mm. I take UAB, but after last week's performance, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little <laughs> them dogs hey, on horn and shake your head. 
them doggone Hornets, boy, we we said don't take UAB in no points. We told y'all not to do it. And not them 42 we that they t- had in the outside. We told y'all. I was like, damn, so, 42. So if you listen to this show for some of the little lines, we told y'all don't touch that. We, t- we told y'all not to do it. So Will Missouri bounce back? Is West Virginia and Missouri at 11 a.m.? Uh, Missouri is 11-point favorite. They don't think West Virginia has much of nothing, I guess, because they got Missouri as a 12-point favorite now. Give me West Virginia. I'll take Missouri. I got to thank Kelly Bryant. Them. I think they're going to pull it out. I'm, I'm taking West Virginia. Uh, Vanderbilt and Purdue. Vanderbilt, Purdue is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. They didn't look good either. But they got Rondell Moore. I'm going to take Derrick Mason with the bounce back. Okay, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Vanderbilt plus the points. So that's I'm, what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm go they might not win, game. but I think it's gonna be under eight and a half. Okay, moving on. Let's we, let's go Nebraska Colorado. Uh, Nebraska is a four and a half point favorite at Colorado on two thirty p.m. I'm still gonna try to hang on to the Nebraska train, but they need to improve that offense quickly. Hey, but they had Mr. Martinez. They had Mr. Hi, they had Mr. Scott Frost. Don't, don't remind me about Martinez. He's my fantasy quarterback. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> they defense saved their ass last week. Nebraska's a four and a half point favorite against Colorado. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Nebraska. I'm gonna take Nebraska and the points. I'm gonna take them. All right. Man, I, ain't, I ain't confident about that. I, I, ain't, I I'm not happy about it. And in the and in the world of the most ridiculous line of the week, New Mexico State is a 54 and a half point underdog to Alabama. I'm not a gambler, people, but don't take them points. Don't do that. Bruh, 54. Don't take them points. I just had to mention that. Don't take them points, people. Y'all know good and well, Bama ain't about to beat them boy by no 54 points. Ain't nobody, saying, ain't nobody saying Bama ain't about to win, but don't, don't, don't do that. That, that just, that's just low-hanging fruit for y'all to take the bait. Don't I take that do bait, that. man. Okay. <laughs> 54. Ne- next one is, uh, we ain't even got to predict that because we know Bama going to win. BYU and Tennessee. Tennessee. BYU. Tennessee is a three-point favorite. BYU. Did you watch BYU? BYU. Did you watch at, Tennessee? I did. At ten, you think they gonna lose at you think Tennessee gonna lose at home their first two games? BYU. Home? Wow. I'm gonna take Tennessee, man, on the bounce back, man. I got faith in Pruitt, man. Them boy. But and, wow. Moving nah, on. Nah. They lost to a two and ten team. Sorry. Faith zero. They were two and ten last year. You can't be moving on. Bringing up old stuff. <laughs> All right. So look, we got uh, Tulane and Auburn. Auburn's a 19-point favorite. Do you think Auburn's going to win and cover? Yes. Okay, I think they're going to win. I don't know about the cover. They're going to cover. Arkansas or Ole Miss? Ole Miss is a seven-point favorite against Arkansas. It's slop versus slop. Um, yeah, it's not, the, it's not the greatest of greatest. <laughs> it's a conference game. Give me Arkansas. Give me pigs. At Ole Miss? Yeah, give me pigs to it. Give me old Miss because I saw at least I saw uh, some at least I saw the defensive fight in, in holding Memphis because Memphis is a very powerful offensive team. Old Miss, their new defensive coordinator, did have some did have them tackling better, did have them looking better. So give me give me old Miss just because hell I got to pick somebody, and that's why I went with Arkansas. <laughs> I shouldn't even ask this one, but I am Miami and North Carolina. Miami is a six and a half point favorite. Just throw the whole <laughs> Why you give me this shit? <laughs> why, why, why did you, why did you, you know what, you snuck, you know, Renard, you dirty as hell, man. You snuck, you snuck this in on the read. People, he snuck this in on read. It's all the way, like, in the corner at the bottom in lowercase <laughs> letters. Because he know good and damn well I don't want to pick this damn game. I don't care who wins this foolishness. I don't care. Uh, 
<laughs> this, this, <laughs> give a North Carolina defense. Hell. The defense will pull it out. I don't want Sam Howell to do nothing. Miami going to win. Moving on. <laughs> California and Washington. Washington is a 13-and-a-half point favorite. Easton look good, man. You got Washington. I got Washington. I got Washington. I got Washington. Sorry, Jordan. That's to my god brother. He's a cow bear. Uh, Stanford and USC. This game was going to be interesting, but um, we got some quarterbacks missing. <laughs> this game. This game was supposed to be interesting. USC still a three-and-a-half point favorite. And Tuck, I told you to watch Fresno State. They almost pulled it off, but at least they covered the spread, which was my guarantee of the week. So they did cover that. Um, man, I don't know who I don't know who, who, who the hell because I don't I, know who helped I, 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 It's some quarterbacks messed up in this one. But I'll tell you one thing. Stanford couldn't score, so I'm going to go USC. <laughs> just because. Because Stanford couldn't score for real. And I was just like, man. I, I I guess I ride that USC train. That Maybe game was offensively challenged at Stanford and Northwestern. Yes, it was. <laughs> so that's what Jesus. I'm like, I don't know which way to go with it. But it, I'll take USC. Hell, it was an offensive challenge. The ball went missing a couple times. The ball was like, I don't want to be here no more because ain't nobody moving me. Time to go home. <laughs> I'm ready to so, go home. So, people, look. We appreciate y'all listening to it this week, man. Look, let me tell you, so all my, all my nose, man, hang in there, y'all. Hang in there, man. There have been some teams that have seen dark days like this. Bama lost to ULM before. Georgia done lost to Boise State before. Florida done lost to Georgia State before. So just, you know, just hang in there, man. Years ago, they posted this the anniversary of when we lost to Southern Miss. Just, you know. Just hang in there, man. We got ULM this week. It ain't no reason for us to blow this. So I'm not even going to worry about that. So just hang in there, man. Thank y'all for listening. We done had another great full week of college football. We got some epic matchups coming up this week. So y'all already know, man, I am DJ Double Dose. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at I am DJ Double Dose. The pictures of me in the Oregon gear. Oh, I can't wait. As well as the pictures of all my people from the NCAA family and from my sports lounge. They got me, y'all. They got they gave me the Jordan crime face. So that if y'all not following us on Facebook, we're gonna put all we're that put up it all up, man. In a few minutes, man, because that's what it's all about, man. It's all about having fun with this man. You know, we love to talk trash, but it's all I about him having do fun, that. man. Yeah, no, nah, he, no, nah, I said he's not doing. I let him. I let he him. He ain't do doing that. none of these bits that I be doing. No, man. no, bro. Look, bro. Uh, uh, I, that, that's that's just not your boy. Your boy can't do that. Anyway, man, this your boy Renoir Williams, man. I just want to give a uh, special shout out to. Uh, it was my wife's birthday this past weekend. Her birthday was yesterday. Yes, yes, yes. Through yes. a night, through a nice Queen surprise Aisha, party. We salute you. We salute you for her. Never all these years we've been together, never been able to surprise. I'm happy I was able to do that. Also, man, uh, want to give she a shout out. She was mad about to, that blindfold. Oh, she was mad about that blindfold. We ain't gonna talk about that. Uh, <laughs> I want to give a, uh, a shout out to uh, a couple of my boys, man. My boys, Chip. My boy, uh, Mr. Brandon Gray. And just, you know, I appreciate uh, my boy Roger Stevens and a lot of them, man. I appreciate my boys holding me down and listening to it, man. They've been down with me from day one uh, in life and in this podcast. So, man, so that go for all of them. The fellas, y'all know who y'all are. So, y'all just holler back, man. But anyway, y'all can reach me on Twitter at Renard D. Williams. Go ahead and get in them messages. Go ahead in them inbox. Go ahead and at me because y'all know y'all be doing it all the time. Telling me when I was right or when I was wrong. Even though y'all don't give no predictions. Moving on. 
<laughs> Y'all holler back at me, man. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at DSL Podcast. Download the Anchor app and just get us on Anchor so you can listen to us on any platform available. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. And Nothing else, man. We'll see y'all next week. We we'll see out. y'all next week, man. Willie T, Willie T. We ain't going five and seven, bro. We ain't going five and seven again, bro. You're right. I can't might, take it, man. It I can't be, take it, man. It we out, be, man. It might be worse than that. No, oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's a joke. Man, it's we a out. Joke. We out, man. We holler at y'all next week, man.